Welcome to Strap On Your Boots. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. In today's episode, I have Chris Williams from GroupCoachNation.com. He is a high-ticket mastermind launch advisor. Quite a mouthful. Welcome to the show, man. Jason, super stoked to be here, dude. Love what you're doing and all you people out there who are Jason fans. Coolest place ever, right? Let's rock and roll. Nice, man. Let's do it. And today's op- uh, today's topic, we're covering learning how to sell your expertise to clients, which I've talked about quite a bit on this show. Um, one of the oldest things, and I'm sure, you, Chris, you know this, is uh, when, a, say, a mechanic or uh, you know a, a construction worker or a technical person does a job for someone or an artist paints something, and the person says, well, why are you charging me $1,000 for something that took you an hour to do? Right. That's the, that's the thing that everybody always says, right? Is you charge me a thousand dollars to paint that thing. And, and we're like, I spent 20 years of my life learning how to do that. You're not paying for the hour I spent doing it. You're paying for the experience and the expertise that I learned over two decades. Right. And so, true. so what, what are your thoughts on that? It's so absolutely true. You know, here's the thing. Every one of you listening right now, me as a Jason audience member fan as well. We're experts at something and we've done the blood, sweat, tears. We've watched all the YouTube videos. We've read the books. We listened to the podcast and then we banged our head against that brick wall so many times until we got through. Somebody else in your world wants to know how you did it and what to do next. And they don't want to go through the pain you went through. And that's what they will pay you for. And, And the thing is about that is people also don't understand how many times we've made mistakes, right? So they're not like you just mentioned. They're paying you to not do the same things you did wrong. They're paying you to do the things right. So, you know, I think people need to understand that, that the mistakes that you make as an entrepreneur or a business owner are key in learning how to do things correct. What kind of mistakes do you think people make most often when they're trying to figure out entrepreneurship? Oh, my gosh. There's two big ones that come to mind, Jason. The first one is that people create something in a vacuum. As entrepreneurs, we often have this aha moment while we're driving down the street or while walking the dog or standing in the shower. And we're like, oh my gosh, I have the most brilliant idea. Or we've had that moment where we like see the invention we thought of on TV. We're like, that's my idea, right? So it's validation too, right? It validates that we had a good idea. We just weren't quick enough, right? So, (laughs) So here's the deal. You can't create in a vacuum. Creating in a vacuum is the death of entrepreneurs. You have to create in the marketing cycle. So while you're out there attracting people, talking to people, finding out what their needs are, that's when you offer a product or solution and you get their credit card, you get them to buy before you create because you know what to do. You're the expert, but they need to lean in and commit because once they commit, you've confirmed that what you're going to build is worth it. And do you recommend Kickstarter for something like that if you're building a product? I mean, that's a way of validating your idea and getting pre-sales, right? Yep. Physical products, absolutely. Kickstarter is a brilliant way to do it. It's hard for people to make that jump to intellectual property products, like selling your information. If you're going to lead a mastermind or write a a book or sell a 10-part video series or a course, it's hard to prove that out. How do you navigate that? Yeah. So here's how we navigate that at Group Coach Nation. We're just constantly teaching people to go to your audience, go to an audience you think is right for you and and asking them, hey, what are you trying to fix here? I'm an expert in this field. And you're going to get a consistent set of answers. It's going to be five or six answers over and over and over again. Write those down and then go back to all those people and say, hey, 
when I fix this problem, when I, when I bring you a solution, is this something that's relevant to you? Would you be someone who would take action if I could fix it for you? They'll say, well, heck yeah, I'd be an idiot not to. Awesome. Well, let's go ahead and do this. We're starting a program a month from now. And I want you to go ahead and let's reserve a seat for you and get that, get that moving. If they give you money, then you know, you've got proof. If they don't, they might be on the fence about you or the offer. So this goes, this goes back to the topic, right? How to sell your expertise to clients. So you just brought up a good point. You have an ex, you think you have a value or a skill to offer people, but you just said, what if they don't give you money? Well, then you can't sell your expertise. So let's get into the topic. How, what's the, what, what are the top three things you have to do in order to sell your expertise or what you think is an ex, you know, expertise to potential target markets? We've already hit number one, never create something in a vacuum, sell before you build. That's on group coach nation. I actually talk about that there because getting paid before you build is so critical. Otherwise you'll keep creating things that aren't sellable. Number two, have a well-defined sales process. And I'm not a fan of sales scripts. I think they're icky. It's just not me. I work off of a sales process personally in my own business, my, myself and my team do. Because we have, like over the years, I think we've combined 14 sales scripts into this thing. It's not about what one-liner you say. It's about are you following a sequence of relational, conversational discovery, aha moments, things that are going on so that you can find out, is it you that they're objecting to? Is it the price they're objecting to? Is it the bells and whistles they're objecting to? If you don't have a process, then you have nothing to measure and figure out what's broken. Before we get into tip number three, I want to unpack that because you just, it was a lot of stuff you just said in tip number two. So the first thing is uh, identifying what works and what doesn't. And you mentioned you have 14 different sales scripts. So it sounds almost as if you are gaining feedback from the people you're talking to and then iterating on your script to create different variations of the script for different subsets of target markets. Is that what you're doing? Good question. What I was actually trying to say is we've combined 14 scripts into one sales script oh, wow. that we use. But, but my point there is, yeah, there's pivots that have to make in the conversation. But here's the deal. If I had combined 14 scripts over the years or 2000 or three, they're all really similar. Most successful scale scripts have five to seven major zones you go through, like discovery, relationship building, some kind of pivot or aha moment, an offer, handling objections, that kind of thing. There's like just several big phases. You got to understand those phases and stick with them in conversations or else you won't be able to measure where did this thing succeed or fail. And we start emotionally putting the burden on, oh, I suck, or oh, that was too expensive, or oh, I should have mentioned these three other things. But that's an emotional response after someone says no or yes. It's not the truth. The truth is go back and listen to the call and find out where it actually fell apart. Because you'll know where it falls apart because that's when they're trying to get off the phone. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and you and you need to you need to figure out where were they excited and then where were they less enthused. That makes sense. So let's hear tip number three. Uh, tip number three is a good one. Shut up and listen. It's super easy to do and really impossible to do. <laughs> Dale Carnegie is one of Dale Carnegie's and and how to win friends and influence uh, was to listen, listen, listen because you'll learn so much from someone just by listening. And you can then 
make them feel better about themselves, right? Congratulate them on something or tell them, you know, that was a great point and here's why I think, you know, it's a good point. I like that. Expand a little bit. We've all seen the studies that talk about people's impressions of other people in a room of experts or colleagues. And the person who says the least is the one everybody thinks is the smartest. It's that way in sales calls. It's that way in marketing. And, you know, in our internet driven world, that's all so like frantic right now. We think that jumping on a call or a show like this, Jason, thanks for having me on, dude. We think that the more animated, excited, oh my gosh, you're not going to believe what's happening. Like we think that stuff works because it catches our scroll when we're thumbing through our phones, but it's it disingenuous. It, yeah. It doesn't prove you know anything. It, it kind of makes you look less than, and like you're chasing frantic little pieces in the market, but truly, particularly when it comes to those sales calls and listening to your market, listen, 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 the person will say, here's the dream I have. And here's the pain that's keeping me away from that, or the confusion or the problem. All you got to do is say, Oh my gosh, I hear that dream. That's legit. I hear what you're talking about. And that thing that's keeping you from it. I got a solution for that. And they'll say, really? And you're off to the races. I love it. And this is uh, this expertise value to clients uh, selling it and whatnot. I can't tell you, especially during the pandemic, man, we're going on third year now. I, I've talked to a lot of people who obviously are not happy in their jobs and they're trying to figure out a way to become an entrepreneur, figure out a way to monetize something that they're doing. And something that I've been doing is asking them, well, what do you do in your spare time? And they list off A, B, C, and D. So I try to figure out, well, is it an expertise? Is it valuable? Is it is there a way to monetize it? So what what is your thoughts on how somebody can determine, A, do they have some sort of valuable skill or expertise they can offer somebody? And B, how the best way is to monetize it? Yeah. First up, I promise you, you all have something valuable in your expertise. Typically, it's the thing that you think is the easiest thing in the world to do. And doesn't everybody do this? No, they don't. And it's not easy. It's just your natural skill set. You can monetize that. That's that's number one. Two, kind of look at your your conversations as you're talking to people and say, oh, what do you do? And you say, well, I, I build coasters out of wood. I'm holding one in my hand for you listeners. I build coasters out of wood. No kidding. Do you have a workshop? Do you have a lathe? Do you have chisels? Those people will buy from you because they're fascinated. They don't want to make coasters. They want to make something else, but they want to figure out how to make a wood shop. You could sell how to build a wood shop that works for you. 10 easy steps and three weeks to building a successful wood shop. <laughs> I mean, it's not hard, right? So, so listen to what they're asking you about. And that thing that you thought was so easy, they're everybody's so impressed about, that's what you sell. And you had a second, a follow-up part to that question. Yeah, it's really like, how do you, uh, you know, the first part was how do you find the expertise that you might have? And then how do you monetize it, which it sounds like you may have kind of touched on is really hearing what people want in terms of your value, and then they would pay for that value. How do you figure out? I mean, is it really just maybe doing a survey or asking someone, well, what would you pay for this wooden? I'm holding a, a totem. So how, how much would you pay for this wooden totem? Right? Uh, oh, 20 bucks. Okay, well, now I know 1999 on my e commerce Shopify site, I can start selling these wooden totems, right? Wow. So is that what you kind of do is ask people what they would pay for something? You know, you can start there. I love that we're both holding wood carving on our desk. <laughs> oh, 
poor trees. Um, yeah, you can, <laughs> you can ask that kind of thing, but people they'll, they'll think of a price, but they might not know. Like if somebody said, I don't know, what's it worth learning how to set up a wood shop? I don't, actually don't know either, but, but when it comes to something that produces money or saves people time, creates a new health opportunity for them, like better health or better relationships, mental health, relationship health, physical health. So time, money, or health. When you get going on one of those things, you can clearly identify, this is what I know about, and I can help someone in those, those three areas. You can monetize those things really easily. Money, it's easy to say, this thing I'm showing you how to do will make you $100,000 this year, just to pick a number off guy. Well, it's pretty easy to charge somebody ten or $20,000 to earn a hundred. Time, oh, you're going to save 20 hours a week? Awesome. What would you going to do with those 20 hours a week? Half of it off and half of it go sell and prospect some more? How much is that extra 10 hours of selling and prospecting worth to you? An extra $100,000 a year? Awesome. Now you know you're going to sell it for 10 to 20. You see what I'm saying? Just backing yeah. your way into a percentage of the value. Makes sense. And so for our listeners and people watching this video, uh, let's let's leave them off with what the number one thing that people come away with from Group Coach Nation, like when they come to you guys and they, they seek help, they have expertise, they've been able to sell to their clients, they've been able to succeed in some way. What's the number one challenge that you've been able to help them fix that you can tell our listeners, here's what you guys can improve on? Super easy. We teach experts how to build high ticket group coaching programs or masterminds. And it typically takes eight to 12 weeks to do that. So when you go to groupcoachnation.com, your main focus right there on the homepage is going to be deciding, are you a beginner and advanced or a pro level person in this whole sequence of learning how to monetize your expertise? So just go to groupcoachnation.com and decide, are you a beginner, advanced or pro? And those sections will take you through like, okay, here's where I am now. Here's what to do next. And that doesn't mean just buy from us. I'm saying it just teaches you, here's how to figure out your product. Here's what kind of offer you should have. Here's how to market. We're just going to talk you through and have tons of videos for you to understand how to get started and do what's next. That's great. That sounds like a lot of resources available for people. So check out groupcoachnation.com with Chris Williams. Again, man, this was a pleasure uh, learning a lot about uh, expertise and value. Is there anything you want to leave our audience with, inspirational or, or guidance or anything? Absolutely. You guys all know Jason. I'm sitting here staring at him on a Zoom call. He has a really cute dog, by the way, behind him on this couch. Um, you guys have already decided in your head, the fact that you're this far into this episode or any other episode you've heard of Jason's, that you trust him. He's your expert. He's your entrepreneurial expert. Like lean in. It is so hard for all of us in today's world to find and build trust and, and spend enough time with somebody to trust him. If you've already got that foundation here, like ask him what to do next in your business. If he doesn't know, he knows who knows. Like he is your trusted advisor. Lean in on that. Awesome. I appreciate that, man. And yeah, people do know me pretty well. And uh, it sounds like you have a lot of expertise. So anytime I, I have someone that has a, a valuable skill they need to tap into, you're the man I'm going to send them to. Super cool. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. And we will see everyone in next week's episode. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you learned something today, please support this podcast by subscribing to it, sharing it with your friends and leaving a five star review. You can learn more about me at jasonsherman.org, where you'll find information about my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, available on Amazon, as well as my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy or Skillshare. I'll see you in next week's episode.